so this is gonna be good stuff. Go Hawks! Yeah, we. I'm from Seattle, so uh, unfortunately, we get people from Seattle down here that are uh, real estate investors and bandwagon um, right. fans. <laughs> That's what I like to call them. <laughs> so, in, hey, everybody, John Troutman. Uh, we're here on the Truth or Comfort podcast. We have Sheila and Rochelle here, students of Riki and new real estate investors. Welcome. Hello. Yes. So, uh, you guys, you guys, when did you guys join Riki? Uh, we did Momentum Bootcamp June 6th, 7th, and 9th, yeah. 8th, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that weekend. Yeah, and then the first training that we had was like May 17th-ish, that weekend one. Are you guys mm-hmm. going to beat Doug to the finish line on the first deal? Because <laughs> I have a talk with him today, and I just want to make sure that I wrap this in a little bit. Oh, my god! Yeah, we heard that he got a house. Jeff told us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, it, it uh, he did back out. <gasps> he did back out. It, it was a uh, Ralph Haver home, okay, which is a great home, but it just didn't pencil. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll revisit it yeah. if we could get the price down. Yeah. Yes, you know the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's been your experience? Bring us up to speed. You have your first deal mm-hmm. that should be closing today or tomorrow or. Uh, that's the plan um so we came across a property we knew the owners Mm -hmm. um it was a fourplex in mesa and so we just marketed it she did it on craigslist nice Mm -hmm. and there were several people who approached us about it um we ended up going with the person who said they were going to close the fastest yeah (laughs) it's been yeah a lot longer so we were originally supposed to close on the 8th okay and then the 8th came and then they asked for an extension until the 19th. Okay. So, of course, we had to go to the buyer or the seller. And he was like, that's fine, you know. Um, and so then the 19th came. Yes. And it went. And okay. so have it closed. So today's supposed to be the day. So there was a reason why. So when we signed the contract originally, there were supposed to be two vacant units in the fourplex. Okay. Well, the sell- the seller put another person in one of the units. Oh, that's so nice of them. So <laughs> then it changed the numbers, right? right. And so that's why they needed um, more time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they you know we received an email and they're like you'll get everything today. So it's one twenty and we're <laughs> right. still waiting. So Checking we'll email see. Five minutes. Yeah, let's uh, let's just swing by this person's house and see what's happening. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, so everything's gone according to plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the, the the one thing obviously is in real estate the the variable is that human element where mm-hmm. that uh, you cannot always predict. Right. So limiting obviously the, your exposure and all that stuff. I mean, I would go in with uh, the fastest close and stuff like that. Maybe mm-hmm. proof of funds who's got the money or at least has a roadmap or um, funds letter or whatever. Maybe right. would probably be my person too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah um, I think for us too is this person. They they actually have a company out in Tempe. Okay. So they're you know, that's so we're gonna put them on blast if they don't close this, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Sounds to say like the a plan. That'll be the follow up. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's part of the reason why too. A couple of the other people they just wanted to drive by the property mm-hmm. and really right. he he maintained communication with us. So that's part of the reason why we're still. Not only that too, they mentioned they wanted to work with us possibly be our gappers if we needed assistance in any type of way. So we're going to mm. build a relationship with them. It's been, nice. it's been rough, but it's our first deal and it right. happened 
six weeks after our first class. Yeah. You know, it's been, I think, being patient. Real estate is, is tricky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the, a lot of work. It, yeah. it, it is, and I think the more that you guys go through it, the, the more avenues you guys find that you're able to go down and mm-hmm. it just it just starts to unfold more and more opportunities so yeah. that's the thing I always say it's that's why it's like I don't think one person can be an expert at all this stuff it's just there's too many um, there's just too many pieces to it period right. at the end so when I hear someone talking about how they do everything it's just like wow yeah it must be awesome <laughs> right. <laughs> right could we just see one project then? yeah yeah so um, okay, so what made you guys get going in real estate? Just curious. Well, she approached me. <laughs> she went to um, a seminar. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. To one of ours? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. That's good. That's a good start. Yeah. And then she approached me and was like, hey, I came across this opportunity. You know, do you want to come with me? Um, I was actually only supposed to go one day. Okay. To fill in for my uncle. Got it. And I ended up staying all three days. Yeah. You're... Okay, so I think I heard about your dad. Probably. Was he a little bit of a naysayer? <laughs> Did I hear about this right? Yes. It's okay. Like, yeah. most people are. Like, yeah. most people, when you have, like, a father or mm-hmm. a good friend and they're coming in, yeah. uh, a lot of people actually do play that role. Yeah. And uh, f- for lots of different reasons. But yeah. uh, I'd like to hear what your father's reason Yeah. So I think for him, it was just his past experiences with other companies because Uh my mom and him, they tried to do like a real estate thing in the past with another company. And apparently they said that after like that first seminar, you know, they signed up and then the people like never called them back. Yeah, that's horrible. So at that point now he's like skeptical of things, you know, in the future. So then this comes along and, and I actually asked him to come with me the very first time. And he's like, okay, I'll come with you. So he comes with me, and then that's when we were, like, met with the decision, like, okay, mm-hmm. do we move forward, do we not? And the thing is, like, I'm his daughter, so I obviously really ex- um, respect his opinion. Of course. And so I honestly think that him being there actually helped because I kind of got, like, his approval. Like, mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm mid-20s, so I don't need his approval on anything anymore. So it's always good to have but, your parents' yeah. approval. But, like, and just support. having, yes, just having his support at that time, I was like, okay, like, this is not a dumb decision. Like, let's just do it. So... That's when I did it. And, you know, obviously his opinion has changed, like now seeing how far we've gotten with the support of Ricky. Um, so that's always nice. We can change someone's opinion. I could tell him it's not too late to get started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it is important, I think, as a company, like the way, you know, I hear about other people's experiences all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where they sign up. And that's, they get maybe four training sessions or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. which is truly not enough. Um, I, when I got started, just real quick, when I got started, I paid for a mentor, mm-hmm. but differently. Like, <clears throat> here's the criteria. I went out and did it, and it cost me 50% of the deal, essentially. So, mm-hmm. um, and they would, you know, I guess I had a wholesaler friend that would help me. This was up in Seattle and I started in Tacoma, Washington, Mm -hmm. but that deal would literally cost 50%. So you're going to pay for it either way. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but the key is, is if I didn't have that support Mm -hmm. and I tell the guys here all the time, the messenger could get in the way of the message, which would be horrible because I think in my opinion, if someone goes somewhere else and ends up joining another real estate education company, mm-hmm. um, I just don't think they're going to get this, the same support, if you will. That's just me 
standing out on the soapbox. I don't normally do it like in this set setting, but yeah. I'm going to do it real quick. Sorry. So I'm, I'm, I'll step off the soapbox now. Yeah. But uh, so how long have you guys been looking at getting started in real estate before you kind of took the plunge or has it always been something in the back of your mind or? Um, for me, I'm a little bit older than her. And so um, we actually have an, an aunt that wanted to get into being a real estate agent. And so when I was fresh into college, she's like, Hey, do you want to do it? I never followed through. So it's always been in the back of my head. Like mm -hmm. I know that there's money to be made. Where is it though? How right. am I supposed to do it? And so when she approached me about it, I was like, let's do it. Let me mm -hmm. go. Let's see how it is. And after the first day I was like, I'm going to come back yeah. the next two days. Like there's so I, I had to, I, you know, hey, Uncle Gabe, can I, uh, yeah. you know, hey, yeah. can I just you're take no, your you're spot? You're no longer welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just took your spot. But no, they, um, Andrea and Bryce, they were like, you know what? You're already here. Just come back. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're already, you're already doing this. And so, we, you know, we took the weekend to figure out if we wanted to do the full mentorship. Right. And I'm really glad we did. We just did our one-on-one -on -one with Jeff. Yeah. But that was uh, last week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I'll be honest about that. Like, before we got there, like, I had no intention whatsoever of doing the full thing. I was right. like, there's no way. I'm just going to go for the weekend and just learn what I need to learn and figure it out. But by the end of it, like, you realize that you're like, hmm, yeah, you probably need it. So it's weird how it all maps itself out like mm -hmm. that. Because when I, when I do talk, it just so happens, like, when we got started, we would – sit people down for like two to three days and just break down their market and mm -hmm. help them out. Just mm -hmm. friends and family. Mm -hmm. And we'd send them on their way and nothing would happen. And then yeah. you sit back and go, man, I just wasted like three days of my life helping someone <laughs> yeah. and they're not doing it. Yeah. But I think it's just that there's just too much information over three days. It's enough to get you like, okay, I have this base, mm -hmm. but now who am I accountable to daily? Right. Right? For me, I say we could give away all the information in the three day. I don't, it doesn't even matter. Give it all away. Everything that you possibly can. Yeah. The more, the better. At least, you know, if someone decides it's not for them, maybe they have the best opportunity. will remember something to, right. to be mm -hmm. successful. I think it's more about like your team holding you accountable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like who's your coach? Stephanie, Stephanie and Eric. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, honestly, yeah. like with that, like, that's been so helpful because like, Which part? the Stephanie and the, the yeah, accountability. accountability. Okay. Yeah. So the reason for that is because there are literally times where I'm like, okay, we need to get this done. Like we're talking yeah. to Stephanie on Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. like we need to get it done. And uh -huh. so honestly, like even just over the weekend, like we shared our goals with them to keep us accountable. Like, Hey, we want to put in this amount, amount of offers in a week, like help keep us accountable. Like let us ask us how we're doing every time we we talk, you mm -hmm. know, Hey, did you, did you meet your goal? Did you not? And so I feel like that's really helpful because we can, in a sense, keep ourselves accountable, but there's, there's, only, there's like a certain level to that, you right. know, but when you're accountable to someone else, that there is something else that's like pushing you. Right. I agree. I agree with that. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of it, but it's also like super achievable. Yeah. Like, that, that week, whatever it is that you need to accomplish, is not so overwhelming you can't get it done. Mm -hmm. But to break it out like that, I think, is where I know for a fact you guys with Steph, with, or since you're with Stephanie, just knowing Stephanie, mm -hmm. she's going to push you guys hard. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. <laughs> no, I, you, like their, your comfort zone will get pushed. No, listen, like <clears throat> we have like an offer spreadsheet. And she was like, she by next week, out. she's like, by next week, I want to see like 20 offers on this. We had like one offer on there. We were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
love Stephanie. Yeah, yeah she's too. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate, I mean, the, the coaching calls and then being able to email somebody and then receive a response, mm-hmm. you know, fairly quick. You yeah. Know, who's, you know, I've, I've gone to other weekend seminars for other companies over, you know, for having, real estate or, yeah, okay. for, for, you know, 10 years, the last 10 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And it never got past that free weekend event. Yeah. Right? And it mm-hmm. was because, you know, you get a vibe from the speaker or mm-hmm. from the company and you're like, mm, I'm not really feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Trent did a phenomenal job. In, in Trent's one of the owners too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and it, just the way he, he went about the training and then Andrea and the whole team behind it, they're, they're all awesome people. And you get, you don't get that. They're just trying to take my money vibe from them. Right. They're, they're in it to help you. Yeah. Right. You, do you have like any of their cell phone numbers? Too? Yeah. yeah. No, we've reached out to them. Like yeah. there'll be times where like we like, have everyone's numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like one time I reached out to Trent. They're up on the, up on the yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah, and we, that's, the beauty of it too yeah we've reached out and you know she'll be like i need a really quick response so she's like i'm gonna just text trent <laughs> yeah. text Andrea, like, and they, they will no it's it's i think it's perfect i think we're at that great size right now that we can it scares me to grow too much you yeah. know what i mean because it's like okay when does when's that tipping point right mm-hmm. so right now i'm like no no we're good mm-hmm. you know like oh you want to start a second one no we're good yeah right here yeah yeah because then i think it's it is at a nice manageable level mm-hmm. right now that we could actually go out. We have we have other trainers now we're working with to go out and help with the commercial aspect as well and teach people in the field that commercial more so than the residential, mm-hmm. which is good. The, the commercial piece is a is a it's just a huge piece, and I've talked to you know ex gurus if you will <laughs> yeah. gurus yeah. out there. And they're trying to figure it out. Maybe they have a, a commercial, something in their portfolio. It's just different because it's a different beast. And I've learned from phenomenal people that the guy that actually wrote uh, Go Hawks, he's, uh, they, they do a lot of, a lot of commercial. Mm-hmm. Like in LA, they have like a 300,000 square foot oh, Amazon gosh. facility they're working on. It's probably done by now. But anyways, um, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. So it's, uh, we all have mentors, if you will, that you kind of learn from throughout your, your history of going through real estate. And that's no different than where I'm at right now. Trying to always learn from, from people that even the syndication piece is new to me. So I hired the best syndication coach that I could find Mm -hmm. and working with him on, on doing that and going through my first true syndication deal, which has been, um, about as smooth as your guys' uh, <laughs> <laughs> all good intentions yeah. and everything like that. But, yeah. you know, you run across your hiccups. And and as you guys go through this, you'll you'll start to hone in on your group and those mm-hmm. people. And um, I would call – I call them your keepers. Like yeah. if you're working with trades people, you end up with your keeper people that you just end up working with for a long time. Just like uh, now I, I consider uh, Brian a keeper. I let him. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't, but I do. <laughs> no, actually, all joking this aside, her husband and I did not get along very well oh when God. we first when we first started oh, working no. together. But do oh, we get along well now? We get along yeah. great. Like seriously, yeah. we do a lot of business together. If I'm busy, he'll just come in and knock stuff out. Like, yeah. and uh, he does stuff that it's not in my wheelhouse. So. Um, Anyways, it's, it's a good relationship. So, yeah. um, all right. So what's in the future? 
What are we doing? Well, we definitely want to try everything, but right now we're just trying to secure our next house. So we have some offers out right now Mm -hmm. waiting here. Are you guys, Uh, what are you guys using out of curiosity? Are you using MLS right mm -hmm. now? Yeah, primarily. I mean, we use a lot of, you know, Zillow, Redfin. Mm -hmm. We do have portals set up with a couple of real estate agents for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're still learning. There's, you know, Craigslist. You know, I... I don't give Craigslist enough credit, but you can find a lot of stuff on Craigslist. Yeah. Do you guys use um, Property Radar? Mm-mm. No. I'll show it to you. It's not in every state, uh-huh. but it's phenomenal. And okay. you could, um, like, we could search this area, mm-hmm. and we could find everything about every commercial piece or residential. Wow. It will color code them and show them, show you like who's in default, how much equity Ooh. they have. More importantly, if you're driving a neighborhood mm. and you're like, that house looks like it's abandoned, yeah. you could click on that house and then um, half the time maybe get their cell phone number. Nice. So it's actually, it's pulling from um, county records. So nice. it's it's nice. it's actually really good information. So that's why not every cool. state has it because yeah. it just takes a lot of time and effort to get through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of states it's not necessarily, it won't, it won't give you that public record. So yeah. it's on lockdown. So, but here it's nice. Uh, I recommend anybody in Phoenix have yeah, it. It's sure. plus what they'll do. Uh, if you want to do like a list and let's say you guys do a power hour or whatever you guys call on, on houses, you can mm-hmm. do that as well by, um, having them help you build a list. You could call them as much as you want. Oh, it's nice. just, a, it's an app, yeah. but it's also, um, um, web-based too, so you could have it up on your computer and cool. go through it that way. Thanks. Um, okay. Where was it going? <laughs> uh, so next, oh, MLS. Mm-hmm. So we had, uh, we had a, a, um, someone on this, on the podcast last week mm-hmm. that she does a lot of, she does a lot. She's been doing it, what, two years, she said, right? And she's doing house after house after house now. And yeah. she's in her rhythm. Uh-huh. Um, but she uses the MLS every single time. Okay. I use the MLS 70% of the time to okay. find my deals. Uh-huh. So when people say, like, I can't or I can't find a deal out there or whatever, mm-hmm. it's I always use the MLS. Do you guys have a realtor you work with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how's that working out for you? Well, we so the one that's been putting in offers. (laughs) No, the one that's been putting in offers for us recently, like she's on top of it. Yeah, like no complaints. She's great. Okay. Yeah. So you guys find the properties, team up to her, Mm -hmm. and she puts them in for you. Yes. Okay. And then we also kind of like ask the coaches, like, hey, you know, based on these numbers, and they're really helpful too. Like, "Mm, you might not need that much of a rehab, so you can lower this. Like, they're really good about like helping us tweak our numbers. Okay. Yeah. So. Some food for thought, mm-hmm. um, and the coaches don't get into this, but I get into it a lot because mm-hmm. I know they they are they go down the path of using a realtor a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of if I did the work, I'm going to go directly to the agent, mm-hmm. and 
I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit. So if there's a property that you guys find that just came out and you know the area, so you're honing that area, you know it's underpriced, right? Mm -hmm. On Redfin, it's got that hot deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's likelihood of selling is 100% within five minutes. <laughs> so, so putting in an offer, it's kind of like you're just in the blind, right? You don't mm -hmm. really know how many offers anybody has or that property has and where you're at. So you kind of got a bit higher, mm -hmm. which cuts out your margin. So I went through that. And at some point I was like, this isn't really working for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm doing all the legwork. I'm finding the properties to tee them up to you for only you to tell me I need to bid higher. Mm -hmm. So I just started going, uh, even on Redfin, you could see who the listing courtesy of. Mm -hmm. I take their number, copy, paste and then find their cell phone number mm -hmm. and then call them on that property and say, Hey, is this, you know, Janet, whatever. And yes, Hey, I'm calling about your property on 51st Avenue. Mm -hmm. Um, is that still available? Yes, it is. This is typically how it goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, great. Do you have any offers on it? And she'll, they usually, if it's a good property, yeah, there's so much activity on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of figured I know this area really well. This is where I invest are you representing anybody in mm -hmm. there? Nine times out of 10, they say no. And I, I say, great. Do you mind if showing me the property? And if I like it, I'd like for you to represent me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, now guess what happened? They're getting paid twice to do the same work. Yeah. So sometimes highest price isn't the best deal, right? Mm -hmm. So, when they're looking at their responsibilities to their client because mm -hmm. they're the, the agent that's representing the seller as well. And a lot of these properties I could go through and point them out mm -hmm. where we weren't the highest, but we were probably the best deal. Mm -hmm. Some of them over a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, they had bids over a hundred thousand oh dollars more than what we were willing to pay, mm -hmm. but they knew it, we, we would close the deal. Mm -hmm. So they would sell that. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't care how they sell it, sell it as whatever you need, mm -hmm. but what you have in there now is you have the the person that is helping them make that decision. Um, watch out for you too, mm -hmm. because now they get paid the same, yeah. they are t twice as much, and they have room to work with. They have six percent. You can yeah. take it down to five or even four, four and a half, whatever it is, yeah. to make that deal more pliable to to their seller. So I've been doing that, and it it works. Nice. Just kind of food for thought. Yeah, I'm not saying cut out your agent, mm -hmm. but I am saying if, if, and when it comes to that, just know that that is a, a, a good option. It's a great option. Gotcha. And what it did for me is it flipped it to where I wasn't fighting as much for the deals. I was keeping more equity mm -hmm. as well. Cause I didn't have to bid the property up to be so much higher and I'm just giving away equity. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. In fact, in most cases people were bidding it much higher mm -hmm. and I still got the property. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Nice. Yeah. Cool. So if you're not part of Reiki, you can't use that information. It's, it's patented. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, ho hopefully, uh, you, you know, I guess hopefully your agent just does it all and it works out well. Yeah. But if, if not, this is just one of those things. Yeah. After a hundred offers. It's like, okay, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we were talking about what's next and you mm -hmm. said you want to try everything you're looking for your next deal. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys looking at? You don't have to give away your specific. Are you looking at multiple areas of investing? 
anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty much most of the stuff we found though seem to be um, Phoenix or Mesa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some properties, Glendale, but. Yeah. What is it that you guys like about Mesa? I'm a big Mesa fan right now. Yeah. She lives there. Okay. So All right. I actually live down the street. Yeah, okay. Off of 12th. So, right. That's, you know, just, this is our, it's our neighborhood. I invest in both areas. So, yeah, perfect. Literally, one of the properties that you did is right across from where I used to work. I'm like, hey. which one? So, it's across from El Rancho. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the yeah, orange yeah. and like, yeah. Right, yeah, I used to work there. That, that was the first. Uh, when we bought out there. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, did you see it lately? Mm-mm. Oh, it's, it came out pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I, okay. I think it did. <laughs> so yeah, that, and then there's the bill bonds right, right down the street. And then, um, this is why I like Mesa. Mesa has so much good stuff going right now yeah. down by uh, Pete's. Oh, okay. So that red, um, awning uh-huh. that it's like a slump block with a red metal roof. So that one and then the green one next to it, uh-huh. like super ugly, but they're <laughs> occupied. At least the green one is. So we're just yeah. letting it sit and right. let money come in right. while we rent out the other ones. And then um, down the street. So what is that? Mesa. Mm-hmm. And then university, we have a commercial um, nice. uh, medical facility going. That's nice. where that one's at. And then we did another one. That's not the first one we did. The first retail one was across from you. But then we did a... Our first Mesa deal was a, it's up on the wall over there, but um, it was a medical facility. Nice. And uh, I think people are underestimating it. Right where that Pete's Fish and Chips is, is where the grid is going. Mm. So that's a $60 million build um, right around that Wells Fargo. So yeah. there's just, you have that LDS Temple, the new ASU satellite campus and mm-hmm. just a lot of good stuff going. Yeah. Obviously light rail. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Mesa is doing a phenomenal job as a city in, yeah. in general. Like they did that Fiesta Mall area. Mm-hmm. I think they put 400 million there. Anyway, so that's why I'm a huge, yeah. I'm going to keep pumping up Mesa. Yeah. Don't invest yet till I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I guess you can run us, stuff by me. <laughs> I think really the reason why is just because I feel like they're more in our price range in those cities, right? Like I feel like that's how it kind of falls. Because the thing is, like the way our search is, it's like all cities essentially, like yeah. you know, in this area. But it's typically our price range. Yeah, that's just where we found where we can get our numbers in at yeah. those areas. So, so with all that being said though you have all this stuff like if you could get like what is it like second first second like Mm -hmm. super close to um mesa Mm -hmm. drive um or main street sorry main street Mm -hmm. i think you're gonna do really really well um because it's the more money that keeps coming into that city it's just gonna benefit investors Mm -hmm. and so when i see stuff there i'm just like man someone should be jumping on these smaller houses that are right next to tell us (laughs) when they come up we'll jump on them i'll let you guys know i mean i haven't i haven't been scouting mesa that much for residential or multifamily, but it is a it is a good product that's out yeah. there that people should be mm-hmm. we've just been looking at strictly commercial the commercial yeah. side of it so yeah. but uh, yeah I'll keep my eyes open yeah. I, I need those finders fees <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, big real estate goals what are they I know what's next next is whatever is going to come your way you're keeping an open mind which yes. I like yeah. yeah I mean with learning how many different strategies you can work with just a mm-hmm. property mm-hmm. there's so many ways you can 
sell it or mm-hmm. you know flip it on to somebody else that's just the next goal is just getting that next property really yeah and also too like cause she, like she just touched on it like the creative financing and like just you know implementing them those goals or those strategies like where we can use them mm-hmm. so i guess just really being like versed on all the different options that we have so it's not just like oh well we're just gonna fix and flip it you know right multiple exit strategies yeah. and all that yeah it's it is amazing how many opportunities or ways like there are <laughs> I, I made a mistake was it this year earlier this year with a student i feel bad mm-hmm. we were just stuck on fixing like fix and flip mm-hmm. and then because just wholesale it made yeah. way more like a good amount yeah. of money too so sometimes it's just like take the tunnel vision off yeah, yeah. you know maybe, yeah. I should, maybe, maybe i should take a refresher course or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyways you guys thank you so much for coming today to the truth or comfort uh podcast so i think uh, I, before we leave, though, I want you to, if you could, mm-hmm. for anybody that's looking at getting started in real estate, mm-hmm. um, real estate investing, mm-hmm. um, any words of wisdom, advice, and especially, um, you know, I would say women getting started in real estate investing. Obviously, we're seeing like more and more women get involved in real estate investing, which I think is is great. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's managing processes and people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's good. Yeah. Due diligence, all that stuff. So, anyways, that's kind of a a bunch of stuff right there. I'll yeah. You. Go ahead and answer it, though. Um, definitely, don't be scared. So, you know, like I stated in the past, I've I've gone to other. Nope, she's not shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to other, you know, seen other companies work, and you 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 really do get the support that they're telling you that they're going to give you. It's not Mm -hmm. just, you know, Hey, we're going to be here for you. And then you don't hear from them after 30 days. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's been longer than that. We get support on a weekly. Not only that, we have unlimited emails that we, we blow up stuff. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) Limited emails. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's, it's been great. Um, You learn so much more information on the one-on-one. Right. And just the weekend, the free weekend or the 600 week, whatever weekend it is, you know, you're like, oh, there's so much info. We left Momentum Bootcamp. We're like, oh, my gosh, you know, there's so much. And then, you know, we meet up with Jeff and there's just so much more. Right. And so you're you're always learning. And so there's like right now that there's a notebook that Jeff wrote, wrote a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need you to give me that so I can go over everything. <laughs> there is so much more stuff that you do learn every time you you meet with somebody of Riki. Right. That yeah. is good. You got your accordion or what is it called? Our football. 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 <laughs> I haven't made mine yet, but we're working on it. That's cool. Yeah. And I think just in real estate in general, I think just be prepared to put in the work. Um, Absolutely. Because, so yeah, I mean, I feel like you can be like, oh, yeah, that, I see that on TV. Just do that and blah, blah, and we're good. And like, no, we're learning that you need to work. Yeah. And obviously the reward is great, but like, again, you need to be able to like put in that be committed, you know, put in the dedication, the hard work, um, and also just be willing um, to, I guess, like endure things that like are unpredictable. Because again, just with this first deal, it's, it hasn't gone to plan. And like, for me, it's hard because I'm very like perfectionist. Like, this, 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 this. Coming out yeah, you. like I'm very like, this is the routine. <laughs> like, but now I'm like, okay, just we just gotta roll with it you know yeah. obviously there's like a line you know that's where you're like okay this is not acceptable but 
just being able to like roll with like, all right, cool. So it just didn't go as planned, but we're still going to keep going. You know, that type of thing. Each deal that you do is going to push your boundaries mm-hmm. of your, you know, your capacity, if you will, yeah. and get it to grow. So like there'll be more and more challenges and mm-hmm. sometimes they come at the worst time, mm-hmm. but it all also just, you just have to let it go. Yeah. Like control the things you can. Right. But on some of that stuff also like as you start to get into um, like doing the fix and flips and mm-hmm. have it. Well, the nice thing is you guys are here. So just yeah. like you guys could tap into subs and all that stuff, mm-hmm. whatever you guys need. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people that are watching, if you're out of state, as you manage like a GC mm-hmm. or you manage that process and then you'll, you eventually lean yourself off and become your own. Mm-hmm. That whole thing is a learning experience because you have mm-hmm. someone else kind of dictating the quality of the work, you know, the budget, if you will. And mm-hmm. you, you know, what's, you know, I'm seeing it right now with on a deal mm-hmm. and it's just like, mm, you know, it's time to make yeah. your own deal. Right. Yeah. But anyways, it's all good stuff. Everything yeah. is good. Um, so at the end of the day, work hard. Yeah. That's, I'll say the reason why we're able to yeah. get to all those emails is because if you guys are doing the work, there's probably someone not doing the work. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and it's unfortunate because the yeah. support is there and we make sure and we're ramping up more and more support people constantly to make sure that we can support the people that want to put in the work. And we're going to push everybody as much as possible, you know, to their breaking point, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And also to just understanding that like, you know, it's a process, you know, it's a growing process. Like I just told my friend the other day, she asked me, she's like, Oh, how's the whole real estate thing going? And I'm like, I think I told her like, I'm grateful for the progress, but um, I'm just learning to be patient through the process right. because, you know, it really is growth. Like when we, even we just, when we think about how far we've gotten in just like the last two months, we're like, wow. Yee. So you didn't say I'm retired yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Busted out a check or something? No? <laughs> no. So I think that's, I think that's key too, because a lot of people are like, hey, how's that going? Mm-hmm. And, and it's more like, just give it time. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that it will pick up momentum. And as it does, like you're creating wealth and no one's created yeah. wealth overnight. It mm-hmm. just happens mm-hmm. as you build, as you build it. Like I tell people like try to get $300 a month coming in in a residual. Yeah. Just focus on that first. Mm-hmm. And then, and then ha- how about six? Mm-hmm. Right. How about a thousand? Mm-hmm. What's that look like? You know, a thousand bucks a month coming in or two or 10 yeah. or whatever it is, right? Like working towards that goal as a supplemental income to what you guys are currently doing. I assume you both still kept your jobs. Um, she works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I always say like, did you quit your job to do this full time? No, I actually okay. approached her when she didn't. I feel like it was so perfect. Yeah. The timing was perfect. <laughs> I, I made the decision to kind of just quit my job of 10 years just to do it. Right. And then <laughs> a month later, she's like, you know, yeah. a couple months later, she's like, Hey, this came up. I'm like, really? Because yeah. you know, I've been I'm, thinking about quitting my job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm at the point where I need something better than just sitting behind, you know, yeah. Desk working for somebody else. What, yeah. what I didn't ask. What do you guys do? I mean, what did you do? What do you do? Um, so I was in banking. Okay. Mm-hmm. For my whole adult life, basically, and it, it it was a great job. You know, great job, great people, great benefits. But you know, I have two kids. One's right there staring at us, <laughs> and I was spending less time. Matches in <laughs> you know, I wasn't able to spend a lot of time with them, and they're getting older. You know, my older one's like that weird pre pre teenage. Yeah. So she's like. I need, I need to spend more time with her more or yeah, less, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, oh, I get it. And so I'm like, you know, I need to 
I can't do this while I'm working here. So I need to find something. And that's part of, you know, taking a leap of faith. Like I had no plan. I had no, I was like, I'm just going to do it and find it. I'm going to take this time to figure it out. And here I am. This is what I figured out. (laughs) So it's definitely been, you know, a lot of people are scared of the money aspect. You know, should I invest in this real estate thing? Absolutely. You know, I've gone to school three different times in college for three different things, completely three different things. I didn't finish any of them. And Mm -hmm. I still, I still owe school loans. I'm still having to deal with the stuff I never finished, but Mm -hmm. here it's been six weeks and Mm -hmm. we've made, we've made money off of it. And so you, you have to be open. You have to jump outside of that box Mm -hmm. and just do it. It's worth Mm -hmm. it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Good advice. You guys good advice. Well, I thank you guys. Oh, what you didn't get to touch on oh. what you did. Um, yeah. so currently I work for a nonprofit space in a Mesa it's called so the Mesa. <laughs> 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 uh, it's based on uh out of Mason, it's called the New Leaf. It's super, super awesome. Oh, what's so. it what what is it? So yeah. it's like social service, so like housing okay. and like behavioral health mm-hmm. and then like community services. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. How long have you been doing that for? Three and a half years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, well, good stuff right there in Mesa, too. Yeah. I love it. I love Mesa. So, so do I. Mesa, <laughs> Mesa Phoenix, yeah. Scottsdale. That's nice. where I invest. So. Right. All right, you guys. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh, it was great having you guys on. And uh, I can't wait to have you guys back on when you guys are doing your fix yes. and flips. I wanna, we're going to come out and document one of them. How about that? Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Thanks again. All right. Truth or comfort.